the truth is out there. But these two goofballs aren't likely to find it. You're listening to Half Cut Conspiracies. And it was the one where, I don't know if you remember, where he was teaching them how to draw, or he got the email asking how do you draw a dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, draw an S, then draw, draw a different S. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he goes through each of them as they're doing it. Did you ever play the Trogdor game? No. Uh, I believe that they, uh, are you, if you're familiar with like sort of older Sierra games like King's Quest or Space Quest, um, they made a Trogdor game that was of a similar thing. Like you're this little peasant walking around the countryside and you have to like, I don't know, find things and unlock things and whatever. I didn't play it very much. Uh, and then of course my other big memory of, of Homestar Runner is like, I don't remember how it, it was like a video, I guess, of like Homestar Runner trying to like announce the address of the site or something. And there was stuff like, uh, it's homestarrunner.net. And then someone's oh, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. .com. And then it's like, the next take is like, it's homestarrunner.net. It's .com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, love, love Strong Bad. I introduced that to Morgan a couple of years ago. Oh, and it's hilarious. Oh, hey. 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 <laughs> How are you doing? Do you remember Strong Bad? You probably don't. It's probably like before your time. But uh, hey, it's good to see you anyway. Why don't you... Pull up a chair and uh, have a drink. Yeah. Have a seat. Have a drink. We got a few things to choose from. We got some brandy. We're drinking some. Uh, it's in a Havana Club bottle, but I remember. <laughs> I know. I remember putting uh, the spice drum in there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So it's Captain Morgan spice drum in a Havana Club bottle. All right. So this is like this is like uh, a spice drum that's been aged in a Havana <laughs> Club bottle. Yes. <laughs> this is high end stuff. Yeah, we're trying to remember how to do a podcast. Yeah, it's been a summer. It's been a summer. It's been a whole summer. I was, you know, talking to Todd earlier about how I started listening to podcasts again while I was at work, and it just kind of got me inspired again. And I think originally I was, I was expecting to wait till maybe like the middle of September to start up again, uh, just kind of like TV series and all that stuff. They usually start middle of September. And uh, but you got to consider that the production of those starts. I know. And then as I yeah, after I like talked to you about let's get togethers, you know, sooner, I was like, oh, yeah, OK, by the time I actually get this edited and, and on the exactly. uh, on the line, it'll be, uh, you know, in time, time for the start release. of the new podcast. season. Yeah. Do you want to tell them what we're going to talk about today? Well, I do want to take a second to talk about like when you guys are listening to this, I just want you guys to, to stop and uh, and take a deep breath and really enjoy that uh, that new season smell mm, that yes. that you're gonna get with this like this is a brand new season this is season two yeah unwrap that season two unwrap package. that season two yeah. to take a big old and smell it mm. it's got that new season smell you just you can't fake that we are wiser more mature older yes our alcohol uh, tolerance is maybe better than it was <laughs> always getting better but we can't guarantee the content will be better it'll probably be the same it'll probably be the same yeah yeah but I I. I always I find that I always go back to like our number of downloads and stuff because I'm always shocked that it keeps climbing. Yeah, I was surprised at how many people kept listening to or you know listened to our show over the summer. I just assumed everyone stopped using podcasts over the <laughs> summer, but I guess... see, I would think, and, and maybe this is just like, and I probably would have listened to more podcasts had I traveled because uh, podcasts tend to be what I do when I'm when I'm driving, mm. uh, driving and doing dishes are my primary listening to podcast times. And uh, and so I would think if I was like if I was, <laughs> sorry, it took a second to catch on there. I was thinking, pod like listening to podcasts and doing dishes are your primary thing while driving, and I was like, that's not safe. Oh, sorry. All right, I yes scrub, that scrub, scrub, that brandy is <laughs> definitely working. Um. So yeah, if I had been traveling during the summer, which I wasn't, because a good chunk of this province was on fire, uh, I probably would have been listening to lots of podcasts. Yeah. Um, no. So hopefully that's what people were doing if they were traveling. They were listening to podcasts, maybe ours. Uh, and hopefully we have some new listeners yeah. uh, that tune that decided to tune in over the summer. And, and if you're a new listener, welcome. On. Yeah, welcome um, to our uh, our podcast. You, uh, know, grab a drink. you know what you're getting into here by now, I guess, if you've listened. Yeah. 
And if you don't know what you're getting into, because this is maybe the first time you've listened, I guess you'll find out. Just uh, sit back and sit enjoy back. the ride. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. Uh, we um, do swear. So yeah. just, uh, I don't know, turn the volume down if you have kids around. or uh, I, I don't ever feel like we need to mention them. like the content warning for that because we do have, we do the, have explicit the explicit content. thing. I don't know. Some people just and don't. It's like, they forget. It's an audio only format. So it's mm-hmm. not like they're going to see full frontal nudity. Like, no, that's not what the explicit content is referring to. Like, yeah. It's, you know, the closest that we can get to full frontal nudity is me saying the word cock. Ooh, watch out. Watch out. It's in your face now. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are we talking about today? We, uh, this was my idea. This was your idea. Because I am nothing if not uh, interested in generating some clickbait for our podcast. You are all about it. I um, wanna, I've been like pitching the idea of like Tupac surviving his like assassination and you're all like, we can no, we need something we relevant right now. That we, is- well, you can't, you cannot debate though. That our yeah. topical episodes tend to perform better than the non-topical episodes. That's true. Yeah. And so I thought, let's come out of the season big. Not come out of the this season, come huge. into the season big. This is huge. Yeah. No one else is talking about this. Well, I feel like everyone else <laughs> is talking about this. <laughs> but well, we're also going to be talking about it. So <laughs> We're talking about vaccine passports. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a contentious issue here in British Columbia where we live because they're coming. They could even be here by the time you're listening to this episode. We're, we're kind of I, timing well, it. Actually, yeah, I think they will be because I believe the middle of September is when they're going to implement them and you have to have your first shot if yeah. you want to enjoy life. And then, in and then by October, October something, you have something, to have had yeah. a second shot, which actually, weirdly enough, I need to... I need to get in contact with the government because I've had two shots, but I don't think they know that. Would my you get some like back alley deal. My second shot was really not the shot itself was fucked up, but I'll tell you the story of my second shot. I got All a call right. uh, from BC Health or whatever saying like, "Hey, we've noticed you haven't had your second shot. Uh, would you like to set up an appointment for one?" I was like, "Yes, I would." And they're like, "Well, here's a date. Would you like that?" "Yes, I would." Okay, fine. Boom, that's all taken care of. Then I get an email from the government saying, you've been scheduled for your first shot. And I'm like, that Mm -hmm. seems weird because I've already had my shot. And so I phoned them on the number they had on the email saying, like, if you have any questions, phone this number. And I'm like, hey, this is weird. This email says that I'm getting my first shot when I've actually had my first shot already and now I'm getting my second shot. And the woman was like, oh, well, that's fine. It's all all fine in our system. It says you're getting (laughs) a second shot. Everything's cool. And I'm like, okay, great, thank you. So then I went to actually get the shot and they're like, no, you don't have an appointment. <laughs> what? I'm like, no, I do. It's right here on my phone. See? And so they scan the little barcode or the little QR code that you get for your appointment. They're like, well, that doesn't show anything. And I'm like, okay, but look, it really <laughs> says here in this email that I have an appointment. So they had to call over somebody else who very quickly had to write up my appointment for that day in front of me and was like, okay, there, go and get your shot. And now after that, now I'm getting emails saying like, would you like to schedule your second shot <laughs> no i don't my mom has i've had them issue. both yeah my mom had a similar issue where something about yeah the second shot because she had called in and then they had sent an email and it was wrong and she's like no but i'm supposed to be getting this one and they're like yeah yeah whatever just come in and so i feel like there was something earlier on in in the system that was glitched out and a lot of people probably have well, to deal I, with Well, I that. think a lot of this ha- has come as a result of how quickly all of this has been rolled out. And and I'm not saying that as a criticism. Uh, you know, I absolutely, you know, all of this stuff, I think, had to have been rolled out as quickly as it was because we're in the middle of a goddamn global pandemic. And we're not in a position to just be like, yeah, we'll take our time. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, leisurely stroll through this. But when things are rolled out quickly, mistakes are going to happen. And I'm not, I don't, <laughs> I'm not trying to complain about my my vaccine situation. I'm, I'm making jokes no, about it. Sounds it. like you're complaining and you're, Does it? you're well, lodging a formal complaint with the government. I was trying to have. I was trying to make sure I had some <laughs> laughter in there too to really punctuate the fact that hey, it's funny. I'm generating some comedy yeah. out of this. But my concern now, though, is that if if the if the computer records at the government end is that I've only been vaxxed once, that is going to have an impact on my vaccine passport. 
if it's not showing that I've been vaxxed twice. So I should, I'm going to definitely gonna need to. then you're going to have to like overdose on the vaccine oh, right? just to, to get a, meet their criteria. Then I have to get a third yeah. jab just to have the passport. And then, and then they're going to implement, they're going to have boosters the, yeah. and they're going to have a fourth. I'm going to be yeah. like, I'm going to be <laughs> vaccine man. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like the Hulk of vaccines. <laughs> uh, I like, I flex and I squirt Everyone squirt on Earth people. has <laughs> died because the magical number is like four vaccines. And I'm the only one that yeah, got it. Yeah, you're like, oh, oh well, that mistake saved I'm the my last life. man yeah. on Earth because yeah. that's an interesting idea, like a clerical error causing <laughs> like this guy to survive this massive apocalypse. It's uh, a very uh, <laughs> Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy kind of thing. Um, but okay, it, it all conspiracy seriousness so vaccine passports they they are a thing it was a conspiracy in you know the early days that it might come to this where the government well okay it wasn't a conspiracy that it would come to this there were people who thought that it would <laughs> which is like a conspiracy that's how no that's start, not right? that's not know. that's literally not what a conspiracy is no they felt like the things that the government were doing would lead to a vaccine passport Okay. Ish. So the conspiracy wouldn't be the vaccine passport. The conspiracy would be the government the nefarious reasons behind the okay, vaccine passport, right. which the government isn't telling you about. It's not to protect you. It's okay, not to well, do this. Well, there were people, conspiracy theorists, that had predicted that these passport passports would be put in place so that the government could control where people could go. And that was a conspiracy, I guess, controlling where people could go via these vaccine passports. Well, I, I would guess, was, I would guess though that when the the vaccine passports just initially came up, it wasn't that people were predicting that the government would. Well, I guess it would be about where they're going to go. Yeah, because it's controlling. Like yeah. you can't go here because yeah. you don't have it. You can go here. And, and I like think that. what we ended up getting was probably less than what people were expecting. Like, I remember people fear-mongering that they wouldn't be allowed to leave their houses if they yeah. weren't vaccinated. And yeah. like, oh, it's going to be the it's gonna be the Nazi camps. I'm going to be put in a concentration camp because I'm not vaccinated. So, okay, I want to, now that you kind of mentioned that comparison, I want to touch on that. Because a lot of people are comparing uh, these vaccine passports to you know, the Holocaust and what happened in Nazi Germany. And I think that is a bullshit comparison that we is nowhere near that. And yeah. I feel like if you are, you know, conflating the vaccine passport with the Holocaust, you clearly have no idea or just don't give a shit about the suffering that went, went on in the Holocaust and the legitimacy behind it. And I just feel like those two comparisons are way off. If yeah. you want to come, yeah. like, I understand where you're coming from of like the government's trying to control you kind of thing. Sure. That's fair enough. But comparing it to the gassing and, you know, killing of millions of Jewish people for who they were and not anything that they could change about themselves uh, is a bullshit comparison, and I don't support that at all. Yeah, so and I would say I, that, like, if that's a comparison that you're making, uh, you you really do need to read more into what the Holocaust was, because it seems that either uh, you don't properly understand it, or you're a disgusting son of a bitch. It's kind of, I think, the only two options there. The thing with the vaccine passports that we're looking at here is that they're basically saying, unless you're vaccinated, there are certain aspects of society that you're not going to be able to participate in for some period of time, such as going to bars, going to concerts, going to the movies. Basically, a lot of like group activities, it sounds like. At one point, I was saying fast food. No, um, it's the, not fast food. Yes. Yeah, so the I don't know if that was a change or if that was a misunderstanding, but so I, has that officially been announced? Because I've heard there's like rumors that on Tuesday, we're, so we're going into a long weekend right now. So on Tuesday is when they'll be back in is when they're they're expected to announce like oh, the, okay. the full I, program. And I, I heard that that's kind of what 
the rumor is is that fast food is not on there which oh uh, well okay it might be a rumor i'm not a hundred percent on I don't what know. i like, read i haven't really looked I, into the source yeah but. I, what i read is that fast food is not going to be included on the things that you can't do uh which i thought was funny because my go-to when talking to people because there's been a lot of people who are like this is uh this is opposing my rights um my first question to them is where is it guaranteed in uh, Canada's Charter of Rights that you have access to a McDonald's? But uh, I can't do that anymore because now you can't go to McDonald's without a vaccine passport, apparently. Which, uh, so, the, the thing, we're kind of getting it, this is all like politics now and less about conspiracies, but the thing that kind of frustrates me is like, they're now punishing businesses who will serve you healthier food that in in any you know if your body's fighting any type of virus loading it with healthier things so it doesn't have to process the the grossness would be a better thing so restaurants that are owned by like smaller you know mom and pop people are being punished in terms of like if somebody doesn't want to get the vaccine for their their reason i'm not this isn't the vaccine podcast odd so we're not going to go there um but then you'll oh, let them. We will. The, you then will. you'll let them go to like a, a mega, you know, multi-millionaire chain uh, fast food joint that is loading them with like unhealthy stuff that is going to weaken their body. In I guess that yeah, that's, of, that's like immune. That's their an immune system, point. And which I find is like ass backwards to the whole thing of like you know we want to get people healthier so they can fight this. I that's the kind of frustrating part for me about this whole thing. And so my first response to that would be uh, obviously I, I see where you're coming from and I kind of agree, but it's I'm not sure I'm not sure at all where where they're dividing that distinction between fast food and restaurant beyond perhaps length of time in the establishment uh, and that being not related to food quality. Right. So I just feel really bad for like those small mom and pop businesses that have had to react, you know, on on basically shifting their business model at the drop of a pin because the government's like, yeah, okay, no, for now sure. we're going to do sure. this and now we're going to do that. But, you know, you, you look at most of the, the people who are opposed to the, the vaccine passport anyway, they don't want to support those businesses who are going to honor the vaccine passport. So they're not likely going to be taking takeout from those places if they're to be believed. Um, I've, I've seen plenty of Facebook pages where people are compiling lists of restaurants that supposedly won't, uh, won't demand a Check vaccine passport. Uh, personally, I think it would be really dumb to put yourself on a Facebook list like that because you're just yeah, asking uh, for yeah. someone to come and investigate. But hey, what do I know? Like a business can still choose not to yeah, enforce they're the, the ones mandate that are have to police it or and, whatever, yeah. and get the fines or whatever that come with it. Either way, whether they're choosing to enforce it or not, as I said, there are people opposed to the um, to the vaccine passport who have said they will no longer support businesses that are enforcing the passport. And and this kind of also goes on to the protests that were just held. I'm not against people protesting for whatever they believe in. It doesn't matter what it is. As yeah. long as they're not hurting anyone, you know, you have the right to protest your opinions and your beliefs, whatever. The part that I don't like is that they were in front of hospitals, or at least the the, the ones I've been seeing online yeah. is they were in front yeah. of hospitals. Which, Let's talk about that. Which don't have any say in this at all. They're just... The, they're trying to do their best with their minimal resources that they have to save people. And the video that I saw was of an ambulance trying to get up to the hospital with presumably somebody in the back of there that needed medical attention. And there's people out the front, like blocking it, yelling. And it's like, come on, people, I get it. Like, I understand you're frustrated. This is a way that you can show that there's a lot of you who are against what the government wants, but choose a better location that is more related to the government, right? Like, go to City Hall, go to the law courts, like somewhere that is actually more in line with the people that are putting this, you know, the vaccine passport rules in place, uh -huh. and not the hospital that's trying to save lives. Okay, so, so that's, that's my two cents on that thing that I don't, I'm not against the protesting, that's fine. It's just the location of it, I think, has really made that cause suffer quite a bit. I think that's what a lot of people are talking about instead of what they were actually protesting. 
Yeah, and and I I, I pretty much agree with you there. I think like protesting is one mm-hmm. of those absolutely vital fixtures of a free country. It it comes hand in hand with freedom of speech, uh, and I disagree with the location of the prote- protest. How, and, but here's the thing, and it's important to talk about the location because it was a targeted choice. These protests were put on by a group called Canada's Frontline Nurses. They were organized by this group. And so the intent or the supposed intent, according to like the the flyers and the, the posters and stuff, was to support the nurses who were opposed to the vaccine and opposed to vaccine passports. So we're going to protest outside of these hospitals to show our support for the nurses and healthcare workers who are opposed to these vaccines. The thing is, most nurses and you know medical workers are not opposed to the vaccines because they work in a field where relying on scientific medical science is vital. Mm-hmm. Canada's frontline nurses is a, is a group that's made up of four disgruntled nurses, most of which, if not all, have lost their licenses because they have been spreading anti-vaccine propaganda. The trick is, if you call yourself Canada's frontline nurses, most people aren't going to research that. They're just going to go, oh my God, here's this organization that's made up of not just nurses. These are frontline nurses. These are the ones who are right there seeing this every day. And they're Canadian too. And they oppose the vaccine just like me. So... I want to go support those nurses. The vast majority of the nurses, in fact, I, I don't think I saw a single nurse comment on a Facebook post about these protests saying, I was in favor of these protests. I actually, I have um, several nurse friends that posted some video of their saying, basically like, I am appalled by this. Right. Like I don't, yeah. And they actually, so, they're, they're nurses that work in that hospital here. There in are, yeah. There are two. There are there are two viewpoints from nurses in the post, at least in the Facebook posts about these protests. One is nurses who say, "Don't protest in front of the hospital. You're making our lives difficult." Mm-hmm. Over here on the pro-protest side, there are, in, in, to what I've seen, uh, and obviously I, I've obviously not seen everything, so I could be, you know, there, there could be nurses out there saying that. From what I've seen, there are no nurses who have come forward and said, "Yes, I support these protests," but there are people saying. Oh, I know nurses who support these mm. protests. I mean, so they those people have to obviously stand up for those nurses who yeah, or they're support them. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be the first time. The other thing I wanted to mention uh, in regards to Canada's frontline nurses uh, is the specific f- uh, uh, structure of their name. Because it immediately reminded me of America's frontline doctors, doctors yeah, who, who were on the front lines of recommending hydroxychloroquine mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. On their website, the Canada's um, Frontline Nurses, they yeah. did have um, like their mission and all that. I feel like we should uh, kind of mention that. Are you on their website? I'm uh, not. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll mention it. So on the uh, the Canadian Frontline Nurses.ca website, it's a very nice, aesthetically pleasing site. Um, they've got a donate button. they got some merch. Sorry, um, this is... Uh, it's CanadianFrontlineNurses.ca. And so their kind of their tagline is, let us never consider ourselves finished nurses. We must be learning all our lives, which is, that's that's good. That's, yeah. I can agree with that. Like, not just nurses, but like any profession or any person. And their mission, as proud advocates of medical freedom, our mission is to unite nurses, educate the public, and bring ethics back into healthcare. So, again, like a a mission that seems pretty legit. Like, you can't argue. Yeah, no, here's the thing, though. Against um, it. But then, hold on. They're, so, here, their vision is to restore our freedoms and rights as Canadian citizens and reinstate the four ethical principles of autonomy, uh, beneficence, no, oh, my God, they're using big words. Non- non- non-maleficence. Non-maleficence. Not Maleficent. Non-Maleficence. The, the evil character from... And justice within beauty. nursing. We envision uh, a future with a bigger focus on preventative care, more natural healing. There's a there's mm-hmm. a takeaway right there. And the well-being of person as a whole. 
the well-being of a person as a whole is probably uh, an important phrasing there as well, because this page spends a lot of time talking about spirit and soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there's there's so there's four nurses on their main page. Uh, intriguingly, uh, none of these women have included their last names on their bios on this page, almost like they don't want you to Google them. Um one of them. But they do have their locations ish. Uh, Crystal. Well, Ontario, no, Ontario. Yeah, Crystal. Most They're of her bio Ontario. is made up of uh, quotes from the Bible. Uh, now, here's my position. If you as an individual, as part of your, your healing plan, as part of your medical plan, you want to have people pray for you or consider you know your spiritual element or whatever, that's your choice. But if any medical professional ever comes to me in a professional (laughs) way and wants to talk about spirit or soul, I'm out the fucking door before they've finished their sentence. Those things should never come out of their mouth. I just see you on the gurney in the hospital room. The doctor comes in and like with a nurse (laughs) and whatever. And they're like, so we've tried everything we could and... There's one last thing that we want to try. We're going to pray over you. And you're like, fuck this. I'm dying. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my butt's hanging out the back. I'm yeah. walking out. I'm out of here. Not only in the the medical profession, but also in government, I'm, I'm starting to see religion creep its way into like policies and now, you know, the practices of nursing and stuff and um, at least from their their you know vision and all that and i don't think that's right at all not coming from the stance of i'm you know i don't believe in anything i'm an atheist but coming from the stance of religion has its place for people who believe in it i'm not gonna you know if you want to believe in it fine that's that's your belief it doesn't hurt anyone else as long as it's your belief um until it starts coming into like government and the medical profession and that's when you're affecting other people's lives yeah, yeah. with your beliefs. With your beliefs. And I yeah. don't agree with that at all. If if there's a hospital that's, you know, their whole thing is like, well, we'll have a team pray over you and whatever, and you believe in that, then you have the, the right and the freedom to go to that hospital and get that pray treatment, right? But if that's not what you believe in, I don't think it should be creeping in on the government side of things. I think they should just be just strictly, you know, governing to make sure everyone is represented. And with healthcare, everyone is looked after in a scientific way, not a religious will pray over your body kind of way. Like, I, I think it needs those distinctions need to be made again. Here's here's something interesting, which is not entirely related, but it's it's a, it's a response to what you were saying. They've they've studied. uh the effect of prayer on on people's health and healing. And they found that uh, it basically has zero, it's essentially the same as like not praying. Like it's, it's random. <laughs> Unless the person knows you're praying for them and then they actually do worse. Oh, really? Yeah, almost like being aware like of people praying of for you, effect. being aware that people are praying for you puts a pressure on the person to get better. Mm. And that pressure ends up doing the the it opposite. Adds stress onto your body. Yeah. And stress has been scientifically proven to not help you. Also wanted to mention that uh, Crystal here at the Canadian Frontline Nurses uh, uh, Group is a powerful voice for the voiceless, promoting respect for all unborn children and protecting the sanctity of life from conception to natural death. So this is someone who is um, anti-abortion and also uh, anti-death uh, with dignity. Oh. Man, uh, all of this frontline nurses talk has made me want to pee and fart. So, <laughs> okay. so we'll uh, take a break right here and uh, let Todd pee and fart. This is where we would do a commercial break if we had those. Do, do, this is do, a good do, time, do, though, do, to do. remind you that we're still open for sponsorships. Yeah, we don't have any sponsors yeah, right now. We so haven't sold out to the man yet. We haven't sold out to the man yet. Or but the hey, woman. Hey, you know what? It could be the woman. Uh, in, 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 in uh, hey, horse dewormer company, 
Invector Mirror, Invector Murnaman. Invermectin. Invermectin. Invermector? Something like that. Look, guys, if you manufacture horse dewormer, God knows you're rolling in money right now. Throw some our way. (laughs) You know, we'll we'll do a little ad spot about how it probably won't kill you. And who knows? Maybe it'll help the COVID-19. Joe Rogan took it. Did he actually take it? That's what he said. Oh, okay. Uh, so fun fact, um, because everyone is shitting on Invermectin for being a horse thing. It was approved for human use in 1996. So I'm not saying we should all take it. I'm just saying people are like, oh, it's the horse dewormer thing. No, no. Okay. So here's the thing. Okay. Well, you're not on your mic. So hold on. Well, then stop fucking bringing stupid shit up, but I'm not on my mic. I'm not. This isn't stupid (laughs) shit. This is legit real things. No, it's not. It is a real thing. It's not. It's not. Okay, well, wait. Get to your mic then. Hurry. Okay, Okay, Todd. Here's what you're missing. Okay. Uh, There is... is, What's it called? Invermectin? In... in, Oh, Ivermectin. Ivermectin. There is Ivermectin for horses, and there is Ivermectin for people. They're not the same thing. The dosages are substantially different. Okay, but horses is it it the same, like, ingredients, just with different doses? Probably. Okay, so but it's here's not, the thing, though. It's not a you can't, thing. you can't, but you can't just go and buy horse ivermectin and go like, no, I'm not. Oh, I guess I'll figure out about how much to take. Yeah, Ooh. if you're buying your your medication from an animal <laughs> animal store, right? That's what I'm saying. Is that that is what people have yeah. been doing. Which they I think have that been, is a they have been thing bypassing because they they can't yeah. get it prescribed to them because doctors are like it doesn't fucking help it COVID. Yeah, and they're like, well, yeah. I want it anywhere. So, to the point that yeah. livestock companies are like, you have to show evidence that you have a horse before I will fucking sell this to you. This is the this is what we've come to. This yeah. is what we've come to. Well, kids were eating Tide Pods for a while, so I mean, well, okay, I don't kids. even think kids were. I think it was okay, like for... also adults too. So, and they, like, we're not the smartest group as we've seen over the last year. All these fucking challenges. Have you seen the uh, the milk crate challenge? By the way. <laughs> No, I've heard of it. I've not seen it. I've heard of it. It does not surprise me that people are going to the animal store being like, I need (sighs) my medication from you. All all my point was, was that I could see people Googling like ivermectin. Oh, it is okay for humans. And then being like, oh, well, if I can get it from the animal store for cheaper, I'll go there. And especially in the States, because they have to pay for like every prescription, like up the ass. Whereas in Canada, like it's a little more subsidized and more affordable. I still can't get like ivermectin from the pharmacy. I, I'm not, I'm not going to go try and get it. But my only point was like, it is, it can be used in humans if it's the right use. It can be used in humans, yes. But that's doctor. the problem is that people aren't again, doing the that. Dosages are of, yeah. the same, and like, yeah. Like, and I, like, and it, I'm not again I'm not yeah. arguing. How, how heavy? Like horses are like fucking know, two thousand pounds or something. <laughs> like th- their medicine is meant to be like yeah. uh, absorbed by something that has that kind of mass. Yeah. And in fact, there's been like, apparently there's like chat groups where people like, or, or maybe not chat groups, but like message like forums or whatever. Yeah. Where like people are talking about like having to pretend like, oh yes, my horse is like 210 pounds. <laughs> how much should it's I give to my horse? horse. Yeah. <laughs> so that, cause they can't talk about how they're taking yeah. it as a human being. So oh, they're just right. trying to like f- fool people with these <laughs> tiny horse claims. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone's don't know. got a tiny horse now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Joe Rogan got COVID, and uh, and he was apparently taking ivermectin and and everything else. And apparently, you know, I heard a rumor, and and not really a rumor, I guess. It's more like a speculation, a wild speculation. I kind of figure it might be true that um, he was actually vaccinated and just pretended he that. wasn't to like vibe with his audience. Yeah, which seems really likely. And again, even if he wasn't vaccinated, this is a guy who's going to have access to world class doctors. Yeah. Medical care. Like the guy's rich beyond belief. And then, yeah, it goes back to that. If he did, even if he did do ivermectin, there, there is a doctor that I was listening to the radio one day who, when all this stuff was coming out, who was saying, like, I'm doing trials with ivermectin to see if it'll work. I mean, that's science. That's how you do it. Yeah, and yeah. he was advising, like, do not. If you're not, you know, getting this prescribed by a doctor, do not go out and take ivermectin. Don't 
go to you know the the feed store to get your animal pills to take for yourself like that i'm doing trials right now to see if this works we don't well, know and, and so in, in most but, of these cases well but the the whole like the whole reason why you know things like ivermectin and whatever the other one was um that trump was was talking about hydroxychloroquine yeah hydroxychloroquine is because you've got scientists who are like okay well we've got some stuff that's already fda approved for human use Let's see if some of these will work as treatments for COVID. I mean, that's science in a nutshell. Yeah. It's like you, you try something out in a controlled, you know, experiment to see if it works. And that's that, that's how it that's how you do it. And, and you don't just, just real or you don't hear that somebody's trying an experiment and then you're like, oh, I got to go, tr- you know, buy whatever this person's trying the experiment on because obviously it works. No, but in America, in a very um, capitalized healthcare system, you, you can, if you have enough money, find someone who will prescribe to you whatever you want to have prescribed to you. Like if if you're Joe Rogan and you want to take hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin to treat your COVID, even if there's no evidence that those things will help, you can absolutely do that. Yeah. Yeah, you got money, you can do whatever you want. Right. There. So we've... We've mentioned that this episode is about vaccine passports, but we haven't really talked about vaccine passport. So let's talk about the conspiracy behind vaccine passports, because there are people who think that this is a nefarious thing. Yeah. That, uh, and and most, so I think there's two avenues um, that people see the conspiracy. One is that this is the start of the camps, right? This is the start Mm -hmm. of the segregation. And it's only a matter of time until uh, they are in concentration camps and uh, and going to the showers and being killed because they didn't get the vaccine. And then there's the people who think that the point of the vaccine passports is to force them into taking the vaccine um, to make their life so inconvenient that they will have to take the vaccine and then get whatever poison is in the vaccine. And those to me are kind of the two primary anti-passport perspectives so what i've been like kind of seeing is really nothing to do with the vaccine itself and more to do with just control of the population and controlling like what people can and can't do okay, yeah. yeah so it ha- it really has nothing to do with um you know whether you get the vaccine or not it's just kind of a um I guess, an initial uh, introduction of some sort of control measure for the population, allowing them to do certain things or not. And this is kind of like dipping the toe, the government dipping the toe in the water of kind of controlling people. That's that's kind of where I'm seeing more of the what I've seen is along those lines more. Um, But going to your your one thing, talking about forcing people to get the vaccine they did just announce like after well sorry after their announcement there were headlines talking about how people getting the vaccine there was an increase, yeah, yeah was a huge increase so i think to me that does show that people are like well fuck we were on the fence if it's going to limit our you know being able to go to whatever certain places fine let's just get the shot kind of thing and Which, honestly for that reason alone I'm grateful for the vaccine passport. I do think I'm not in favor of mandatory vaccines. I don't think that anyone should be forced to get vaccinated. But I do think if you want to do certain things at this point in time, you need to be vaccinated. You still have that choice. And and if this vaccine passport means that people who were on the fence go, okay, well, now I do want to be able to take part in those things. So I will get vaccinated. I think that's fantastic. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm a little concerned at where it might go, but I, I was listening to your band podcasts and I remember Oren saying something about the slippery slope fallacy. The, yeah, exactly. And so I don't know what could come from this other than, yeah, like sure, maybe they might limit where people go and, and just looking at, I, I think I brought it up in, in the other Um, podcast about they do have something similar to this in somewhere in asia one of the asian countries 
I don't know, but there is some sort of like a, a health check passport that they have where, you know, if you've gone to your doctor because you had the flu recently or you have, you're not up to date on certain vaccines, when you're going across, uh, going up to a border, like a border crossing, you have to pull open this app and it'll show like green, yellow, red. And if it's yellow or red, you you basically can't go past that checkpoint um, is what I've heard. I don't know 100% if that's true, but from like the little bit of, of reading that I did um, and one of the documentaries I was, I was looking at from like some cons- conspiracy stuff, that's what they were talking about. So I'm a little concerned if this lasts long, like if this is a long-term thing because everything that we've done so far leading up to where we are right now has been in the hopes that we can get rid of COVID and then return to a normal life. With the introduction of the passports and now hearing that, um, where is it, Israel that is is talking about the booster? No, which which country is it that's like on the forefront of the vaccines that they're talking about now that you have to get boosters? Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about boosters. We're probably going to need booster shots. Yeah, yeah, no, but there is one country that they they vaccinated the majority of their population. um, I know Israel is the one that a lot of anti-vaxxers are quoting about. Okay, maybe Uh, I don't. I I didn't want to go down that that direction because I haven't read too much on what's going on in Israel. Well, and I, I, I think if if that is the country, the, the only thing I really need to bring up about them is that they vaccinated early. So they they have their data from like their months ahead of where we are. So that's where the booster idea is coming in, because they can look at their, you know, their research levels and their blood levels and see that, OK, the efficacy is now starting to fade a bit at this point in time. But the one thing I did hear about that country, if it is Israel, is that the majority of their vaccines were Pfizer. So they have a lot of data on Pfizer showing that, yes, this one does need a booster at this point. They don't have it on the other companies because they are, you know, we're we're that that um, group of people that they're looking to that data. And so they're saying in the states it's they they want to implement the booster, but it is kind of still early because there's a mix and match of the vaccines that they used, so they don't know what the efficacy is of Moderna or you know the other ones that are out there. Yeah. So we're kind of in a in a weird area where one of them is starting to show that it does. Well, get I mean, Pfizer and Moderna time. are pretty similar, but they don't have the the. No, I mean the, they, the they data don't. Or yeah, whatever but for, at yeah, the end Moderna. of the day, they're both pretty similar. Look, I think I, I think we can all at this point acknowledge that before the end of 2022, you're probably going to need another vaccine. So, okay, yeah. So right? my my point with where I was going was, I guess implementing these vaccine passports. It's like where. Where will the the passport end and we get back to something normal? Or is this now how we're going? Because as we were developing the vaccine, the idea was to be able to go back to what we used to know as normal. Yeah. And so that's, like I think, more of the conspiracy of like, okay, this is how the government is now going to keep controlling things is with this passport. Because the, the way of the normal that we knew is no longer because COVID is not going to go anywhere. So I, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't know that I have an easy answer for that. I, one of the best sort of descriptions of of what's going on right now it came from a Facebook post I saw a couple of weeks ago, and and it simplified something that I had been trying to say to a lot of other people on Facebook, which basically comes down to what we're experiencing right now is science happening in real time, mm-hmm. in a way that the average person has never seen before. Um, most people, their their knowledge of science is our understanding of things that are long established, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, hey, you have this wrong with you. We have this treatment for it. Boom, go home. You're fixed. And They didn't see the process and the length of time that it right. went to to get to that. We have an emerging problem that science is still trying to figure out how to best deal with 
you know, looking back, like you said, to when we were like, all we need is a vaccine and we can get this under control. I think some of that came from the assumption that there would be more people vaccinated than we got. And so part of how we've gotten to where we are right now with the passports, with the Delta variants, with that sort of thing is to an extent a result of the anti-vaxxers choosing. And again, I respect their right to make the choice, even if I don't respect the choice itself. Um, Their failure to get vaccinated has helped get us to where we're at here. And so the vaccine passport that we're looking at right now is kind of the best answer we have for the world that we're in right now. And whether we drop the passport in January when I think it's scheduled right now to be done or whether it continues, whether it escalates to another level, all of that we cannot know right now because it's going to depend on what happens with the virus. It's going to depend on what happens to the unvaccinated. It's going to depend on all kinds of things that we cannot predict. And the problem is that the more that things happen that we can't predict, the more that people will be like, aha, science was wrong. I think the problem with the way that things have like come across in the media and the way they've been presented to people is that, yes, there is a, a black and white to science. There is, uh, you know, like the vaccine is going to be the end and then the vaccine comes out and it's like, okay, well, no, it doesn't. Like it's not the end. It helps, kind of thing. No, 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 no. no, uh, no. I got to cut you off. I, I completely what? disagree. There's not a black and white to science. No, that's there's... what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay, that's my point. Is that in the media, it has kind of come across as, you know, the science is is going to okay, be black okay, and white. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so when they were presenting the vaccine, it was like, yes, we just need the vaccine to come out so we can, you know, stop this whole thing. And then the vaccine comes out. And it's like, oh, okay, well, it it helps you from not getting, you know, sick and going to the hospital, but you can still catch it, a you know, mild form of the virus. And I think that's where people are looking and trying to poke flaws in science saying, oh, well, see, it wasn't right. It wasn't right here. It wasn't right there. And it's like, no, th- science is ever evolving. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a thing where you try and prove something over and over and sometimes something new comes out where you realize, oh, what we were doing before yeah. was wrong. And yep. and so that's the problem with it happening in front of our eyes in a time where social media can spread things faster than wildfire. And it's doing a huge disservice to the scientific community who's trying to figure this whole thing out. If you think of where things were years ago before technology is where it's at now to where it is now and how fast they've come up with the vaccine and all the shit that they've done with COVID and fighting it and just all that scientific background that that's going on without us even knowing uh-huh. like it's it's happening lightning fast but people are spreading the things that fits their agenda and it's hurting the actual legitimacy of the science that's going on. I think the other thing that people need to remember is that these mandates and these decisions that are being made are not coming directly from science, right? If we look at the vaccine passport, there might be scientists who have recommended vaccine passports, but it's not a science-based decision entirely. It is a governmental policy decision Mm -hmm. that is coming informed somewhat by science, but they're not entirely uh, scientific decisions, right? These are people who have to juggle the entirety of life in BC. So it's ensuring that the economy doesn't collapse. It's ensuring that, you know, people can go to work, that people can can survive, that they're not like paying out huge amounts in in EI. But at the same time, they want to make sure that people aren't getting sick and dying. So it's it's this, like, I'm sure that if science alone was making the decisions, they'd just be like, fucking stay inside for a year, guys. That's it. You're not allowed to leave. We're going to buy all your food for the entire year. Your rent is paid. Your everything's paid. Uh, That's it. 
boom, we solved COVID. Wait this out, yeah. But you can't do that. And so what they're trying to do is is manage kind of this juggling of everything and it does mean that like things are going to change that some someone's going to say you know we're not going to have vaccine passports oh wait now we are well here's my here's my issue with everyone who's like all the scientists are paid off no it's not the scientists that are paid off i think we've talked about this before have we yeah it's i I made a comment it's not the scientists that are paid off like scientists go into that profession because they want to they're they're so interested yeah, in this exactly, shit. They want exactly, to learn this shit. Exactly. It's the shareholders and the corporations behind the scientists that right. are like, we need money. Okay. So that's where it starts to, I think, get a little muddy. And, you know, they put their, their shareholders' interests over the actual scientific interests. Okay. That's that's fair. You know what we should do before we finish is we need to talk about this fantastic beer. Yes, this is delicious, by the way. This is Um, not related to vaccine passports. No, but but it is. This is a current topic, which much like vaccine passports. (laughs) Current trends, I thought. Current trends. I'm sorry. You're right. Current trends. (laughs) We're just renaming Um, their beer. So the beer is called Current Trends. It's from Bright Eye Brewing in Kamloops. Vaccine passport is Um, a current thing. Yes, and it's it's from Bright Eye Brewing in Kamloops. Uh, we were looking to figure out a drink that we could have that would like match the topic tonight, and I uh, I follow these guys on on Facebook. They're a local brewery that makes a lot of like sour beers and a lot of like fruit related beers. Yeah, and they're always changing it up. They always got something fruity. Yeah, uh, and yeah, the, they just have a whole variety of uh, different beers that they make. They brew it in house, uh, and they got some delicious food on their menu too. Uh, this is not a paid sponsorship, by the way. We just it's not, like but you know, hey yeah. guys, we'll take we'll take it if you guys want to like sponsor us sometime. You're give welcome. Me to. One of those, uh, and in fact, you know what I was going to say, listeners, listeners, if you are in Kamloops, I want to encourage you to go to Bread A Brewing and say, "Hey guys, I heard about you on Half Cut Conspiracies." And let's see if we can get our name in their ear to the point that they might they might just give us a couple of beers every episode. Maybe a six pack every month. I don't know. Oh, that'd be nice. Let's just try yeah, to please go do that. Even if you're not from Kamloops, just go to their Facebook page. They're on Facebook. Go to their Facebook page. Guys, I heard your beer is fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so vaccine passports. You kind of mentioned that you were in favor just yeah, I for am. the, the I absolutely end result. Am. And, but here's the thing I want to say. I understand that the situation we're in now sucks. It sucks that if you're not vaccinated, you're not going to be, you know, welcome to go in these, these social situations. I think that's too bad. The fact is, though, so many of the unvaccinated have been, have been parroting the my body, my choice kind of meme or whatever. And I agree with that. It's your body, your choice. But we all have to acknowledge that choices come with consequences. The consequence to this right now means that you've chosen not to get vaccinated. That means you don't get to come out and sit in a pub with me right now. You don't get to come to a concert with me right now. And I'm sorry about that. For me, on the the vaccine passport front, it's a tough one because, I yes, I get what you're saying, Todd. For the greater good... It's a, you know, a thing now that the government is looking at saying like, yes, this is where this is the thing that will help us now in in a in general terms of like a a passport to limit the movement of people in a local setting. I'm just I guess concerned is is the best well thing and i, can I mean say about my it. my response to that is i'm not interested in talking about any element of this passport that's going to extend beyond what its limitations yeah. are yeah like th- the slippery slope can go in both directions yeah. right like that's that's the problem with that fallacy and that's why it's a fallacy like you can just as easily say that like oh what happens if we give too many too many freedoms to people now they're like in my Everyone's restaurant with no so free there are no shirt no shoes in my <laughs> restaurant now there's no pants all of a sudden there's a <laughs> dick out at the table next to me i don't want to see that but i don't have a choice anymore because we've given people all these freedoms like uh the slippery slope yeah. fallacy is a fallacy because it, it's it just it doesn't work. You can imagine all kinds of crazy things in either direction. Doesn't mean they're going to happen. That is true. I'm still concerned. All right. Well, <laughs> I can be concerned, but as you said before, this the the government is doing the best they can with what they and know I I time. stand by the fact that yeah. it's be concerned and when there's a reason to be concerned. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, um, follow science. We we've always been a show that go to go to science. go to at science at twitter.com and follow them. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and also while you're doing that, follow us. Uh, not on Twitter because uh, our, we don't really post on Twitter. No, and we've abandoned our Twitter gonna, handle. Yeah, probably which, gonna like <laughs> leave that. We need a new Twitter handle or something. Yeah, I don't even think we'll do Twitter. I don't post much on Twitter. And I I guess I'm the social media person. So, but you can follow us on Facebook at Half Cut Conspiracies, and also on Instagram. And you can also go to our website. Uh, Todd, what is that yeah, one? Yeah, it's blah, 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 media.com. That's B-L-A-H-B-L-A-H-B-L-A-H, media.com. That's where you can find links to all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, uh, everywhere our else. shop. Yeah, uh, links to our stuff. merch store. Yeah. Links to you can support us at buymeacoffee.com. You can like it, it's not coffee, it's going to be beer. Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, we're but, drinking beer. Um, but yeah, you can support us like five bucks at a time there, or you can go to uh, Patreon and support us on a monthly basis. Um, there's the merch store link there as well, as I think I said, and uh, as well as you can just listen to all of our podcasts as well. Uh, this one, as well as half. No, this is half conspiracies. Yeah. The other one is when bad things happen to good people. Yes, and with our Patreon, we kind of shit the bed a last season on uploading stuff. This season, we are going to make sure that every episode uh, we do record like a pre episode. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, where we you know start drinking to to get drunk for this episode. And, uh, well, and all episodes, but, uh, we, but this one in particular, <laughs> yes. Uh, but we're gonna, we're gonna take that bit mostly unedited and just put that audio <laughs> Unless there's on some there. kind of like obvious slander in there. Yeah. That we have to cut then, out. then we'll have to remove that. But, uh, yeah, pretty much unedited. It could be entertaining tonight. We talked mostly about comic uh, books. Yeah. Comic books and stuff. Yeah. So, um, go on there if you want to support us there and listen to some, I think we did like an hour over an hour of content. Something there, like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, could be some interesting stuff if you like hearing our voices. Anyways, I think, uh, and I, I have, I have for... a couple of other podcasts that I might be creating oh. as Patreon only things. So, oh, okay. um, man, I got an idea. Here's an what? idea. Okay. So all through season one, we had kind of a, 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 a established way of, mm. of exiting. Yeah, I don't know if any of the listeners picked up on that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was funny because, like, the first, I think, three episodes, we just did it casually and it was the same every time. And then it got to the point where, like, shit, we've accidentally (laughs) done this the same way every time. So we actually scripted it. And then after that, it was like, we were literally having to read the script to remember what it <laughs> I was. I have it written down here too, just in case we did it. And so, what I'm thinking is like, let's let's invent a new outro for season Ooh. two. Oh my gosh, this is a lot of pressure. We're this is like live, but not. But live. no, that's the thing is like our our, our original outro <laughs> was just done off the cuff. Yeah. That's just how we chose to end it that time, <laughs> casually. So let's let's just let's do okay. So let's riff some. Let's riff some. All right. Do you, you want me to start? No, but maybe. <laughs> I don't know. So, but we used to also have the, well, first it was my imaginary great uncle. Right. Whatever. Yes. And then it was yeah. your nanu. My, my, my nanu or nonaya. No, 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 no. Why? It's funny that nobody can say my that. My nanu, nanu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, All right, so what are what's our uh, how are we gonna close out? What's are we doing man, stories? I don't know. Uh, are we doing dad jokes of the day? <laughs> Maybe it's not a dad joke. Maybe it is. But here's the 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 funniest lamest joke that I heard last week, and this did come from TikTok. A guy goes into Starbucks and he walks up to the barista and says, "I want to get um, your mildest roast," and the guy says, "You have average ears." Yes. I'm Todd Sullivan. I'm Carlosia. This has been Half Cut Conspiracies. Thanks for listening. Uh, Yeah, that was okay. Let's. uh, I have an idea. Okay. I'll throw this out there. All right. Let's not have an established ending. Oh, fuck. Well, you just made a big deal to have an established ending. Well, now I've changed my mind. But then how are we going to end the podcast? However you want to on any given week. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> See you next week. Well, fuck fuckers. you then. Yeah. See you next week. Well, we don't do weekly, though. See you next time, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, see, okay. So, <laughs> and you have to keep all of this. Oh, well, yeah. at well, the very least, all of this has to be yeah. included in yeah. like a takeout. But I don't know. I I like fuck you then more than fuckers. I don't want to call our listeners fuckers. Yeah, that's but weirdly, a, that's I'm okay amazing. with telling my <laughs> listeners fuck you then, uh, and I don't know why. But all right, uh, it's a work in progress. <laughs> well, put it that way. All right, off the cuff. Right, I'm Todd Sullivan. I'm Carlos Sia. My name's Todd Sullivan. Uh, I'm Carlos Sia again. We've been have got conspiracies. Fuck you. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I don't like swearing at them. You swear at them. I feel like. Well, then why do you keep swearing at them if you don't like swearing at them? Because the other one, it wasn't so much at them. I'm Todd Sullivan. And I'm Carlos Sia. We are Half Cut Conspiracies. Thanks for taking this time to listen to us tonight. Or today. And remember. Really long. No, let me just read that one again. I'm Todd Sullivan. And I'm Carlos Sia. We are Half Cut Conspiracies. Thank you. And remember, I shortened it, but that might have been too much. Remember, ABBA is releasing a new album. You better follow them on TikTok, bitches. I did. As I soon did as too. I saw that, yeah, boom. Damn. Oh, okay. I don't care how we end this now. Let's go listen to ABBA. Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da-da. 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 Da-da-da-da-da-da.